Hey guys, thanks for joining the Football Almost Daily podcast. Here we are again. <laughs> Slow start, episode 26. Almost daily. Football the football edition. The football edition. Uh, yeah, here we are. Day before the final day of the season. Nearly everything's said and done, but we're, we've got one more round of this game we like to call fantasy. Because that's what it's called. It's exciting. Among stuff. other things. FPL. Yeah, just seems easiest. Fopola. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we thought we'd have a little check-in um, just to give our final thoughts before the last round of games this weekend, which is tomorrow because we are recording on Saturday, as we usually do. Yeah, I'm going to try and get it published maybe tonight or tomorrow morning before yeah. the game start so we can actually give our shitty then, advice beforehand. Then perhaps <laughs> next weekend we'll... Um, we can just, just looking ahead, we'll maybe have a final season wrap up, and uh, I was gonna say it'd be nice to review the whole season yeah. and talk about as much as we can. Definitely, maybe pick our own particular team of the season, perhaps, or something like that. Not necessarily fantasy, but maybe fantasy based. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, maybe we'll do that. Anyway, on to this week's um, edition. We'll look forward to. Uh, we said we were going to have a team of bargain players. To pick through i mean you've got your obvious picks i think if you have reached the final week and you have absolutely no idea by this point there's not really a lot we can say to help um so what we've actually done is compiled several players that we think for this final week if you just happen to have you know uh, a, a small change in your pocket that perhaps these players may make a difference to you if you need those few extra points and you want the players that not a lot of people have. Um, so I think for me this is going to be quite interesting because I literally went through and picked some players but I have no idea whether they're good ideas or not. So I'll tell you what they are and then you can be like, that's a terrible decision. Have you broken them down into position? Yes, and I've picked uh, how much they are, who they're playing, how many points they've got last game... Uh, and how many people own them or percentage but I don't know if that means okay, they're good you've, players you've probably gone more in depth than I have um, but I've just picked a range of players that I think might make that difference so yeah. um, what do you want to do do you want to go ahead with your goalkeeper who are your goalkeeping suggestions to make the difference for those people who are who are close to the top but you need that difference maker because by this point a lot of us have probably got very similar teams and it's going to be quite difficult to make up the make up the gap bridge the gap so um definitely i'm worried because you said uh players okay i only picked one goalkeeper because right. i just picked fine. a team i literally did yeah. 442 as a formation okay. <laughs> um i have gone for loris from tottenham yep because uh it was very hard to pick i literally went for someone that's not owned by many people so 4.1 percent um he's 5.3 million got 10 points last game and he's against uh, Crystal Palace. There we go. So he's thinking. a good shout. I'm not sure he's running along the bargain basement line, but he's no, a good but, shout for, yeah, I, to get in for I struggled to find someone that was budget that isn't already like uh, a favourite. Yeah. So I just went for someone that potentially could do well this week. Yeah, this week. So that is who I fair shout. I think that is a good shout, Laurie. Yes. To get in, uh, Palace only, have had trouble wrong. scoring recently. So, and Spurs have tightened up at the back quite a lot. 
they're going to want to win, aren't they, to finish the season? Cause Absolutely, because they're on a decent run at the minute. And I think they're within a couple of points that, you know, in, in the real world here, not in fantasy world, but that since Mourinho came in, I think only Liverpool, Man City, and maybe marginally Man United have actually accumulated more points than Tottenham. Ooh. So he's doing yeah. quite well. Yeah, so that's what I've gone for because I figured... Uh... It's not a lot of people no, that's have cool. Well, I've picked out two goalkeepers. Uh, number one is Pepe Reina, 4.2 million against West Ham, so he's a little bit on the cheap side. Um, mm. West Ham have been playing quite well. We know Antonio's in red-hot form, um, but Reina's experienced Villa are fighting for their lives at the bottom. They know that their future is in their own hands. Um so yeah, I think they might be quite G'd up to keep a clean sheet. So Pepe Reina, and uh, I think he's in, is he Emiliano Martinez? I'm not sure. Anyway, Martinez in goal for Arsenal against Watford because Watford have uh, once again they're kind of they're not the worst attack in the league, but um, and Arsenal are always a little bit of a lottery. But I think Martinez has individually he's performed quite well since he's come in for Leno, um, and Watford can be can be pretty blunt in the attack at times. So Martinez is four point four million. Um, I think he's another one that you could back to have a fairly good chance of keeping a clean sheet and having a good game. So that's my goalkeepers. Um, Hmm. Okay. What about you? You gonna go for a defender now, or, or do yeah, you want to reveal it's... your defensive line? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to do back and forth? Do you want it? How many have you got? Have you got more than four? Uh, I've got five on the list. Okay. No, I've got six on the list. <laughs> I'll just say my first one. Uh, I think I just saw the same as one of yours. Anyway, dunk. Yeah, we both went dunk. I tried to keep mine below five million. I all went mine. all over the place. I literally yeah. was uh, just going through. Like I said, I've picked. As budget as I can, but I've gone for people that not a lot of other people have that have been doing okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Dunk, he got eight points last game against Burnley this week, owned by only 12.4%, so high-ish ownage, uh, 4.8 million. He's the cheapest, highest ranked defender though, I think, just yeah. about. And sometimes he does get the odd goal or two. Um, they're playing Burnley, who haven't got a world-renowned attack line. Chris Wood's in good form, I think he's got couple of goals in the last two matches but Brighton are a different proposition under Graham Potter dunk again he's consistent I had him last season he was really good I haven't really had him this season but again he's he's had a pretty good season overall um so yeah dunk is definitely one of mine uh I've gone with um Bardsley for Burnley against Brighton 4.4 million I think the last three or four games he's really been racking the points up um, so I think he's a fairly good shout because uh, he likes to get forward he's keeping clean sheets I think he's got an assist or two um, he's just it's not that he's good overall or he's had a great season but the past few games he's performed so um, I went with him who's sorry Phil Bardsley 4.4 million uh, for Burnley against Brighton um, I've also gone is it me again, or do you want to go back and forth? Do you think? Can do it. Uh, my next one kind of breaks the rule again, so I've gone uh, Laporte. Laporte. <laughs> <laughs> the reason. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I really struggled with this. It was so yeah. hard to pick. Like, um, Laporte for how much? <laughs> 6.3. This is sp- We did discuss this as being bargain team, didn't we? Yeah, but I'm, I don't, I'm not very good at football stuff. Uh, 6.3 million, however, he's only on by 4%. I think I stuck with more of the uh, low-ownage possible point. I think people. a lot of the guys that I was picking were owned by under 2% perhaps even under 1% in some of the cases. Mm. So. I was trying to toe the line between not picking absolute garbage players and looking like an idiot and trying to pick people that might actually do well. So no, I picked him. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> 12 points last game, owned by only 4%, which mm-hmm. is super low. Uh, he is 6.3 million. Uh, but he is well, in my team and I definitely, definitely rate him. I kind of went the other way and picked his defensive partner, Eric Garcia, who's 4.5 million. Okay. Who has been... Um, has he been playing? He's been, yeah, he's been being picked a lot of the time in place of Laporte, unless they play Rodri and drop Fernandinho back. But um, I think he's worth a shout. And Norwich, we are flat as hell at the minute. Confidence is shot. Who I can see him keep a clean sheet. Eric Garcia, yeah. Owned by 1%. He's owned by 1% of people. So there's a real good chance that Eric Garcia might pick up a minimum of six points. He's been getting some games in as well. Did a full game yeah. last week, half a game, 71 minutes. Precisely. So, yeah, I think in the in the last couple of games, he picked up a book in against Bournemouth, which ruled him out getting any points. But the two games that he played, the majority of the game. Yeah. Or when he plays the majority of the game... Clean if not sheet, the full 90 minutes yeah. he's getting the clean sheets and the six points so yeah he's That's a good a bargain good, buy good uh, who's your next one um, okay this one is actually cheap but I've never heard of him before Tarek Lamptey I think I Tarek Lamptey for Brighton yeah six points last game he's played the last six games so you know he's probably going to play owned by 1.6% yeah, and he's only four point one million. It's good shout. He's been performing well. He's uh, right back at Brighton that they got from. He left Chelsea because um, he didn't think he was going to get many opportunities. I think he's only nineteen, but he's he's oh, done all right yeah. since he's gone to Brighton. Been playing a lot. Yeah, and like we were saying, effectively, it's about the clean sheet as much as anything. That's why we picked Dunk. Tarek Lamptey would be part of that defence if he's playing, and, mm. and hopefully get that clean sheet. Maybe. Get some offensive points up the pitch as well. Yeah, good shout. No, you're spot on there. Um, Who you got? I went with um, Diop from uh, West Ham as well because Villa haven't been scoring too many. I know they're fighting for their life, but it can also go the other way. West Ham have been very tight at the back. They gave a bit of a masterclass the other day and showed how Manchester United really are a one-man team, whether they like it or not. And that one man is Bruno Fernandes. Um, West Ham just on a side note explaining that West Ham well drilled, well dug in when the ball moved there were two or three players moving into the space, blocking off the lines of play Bruno Fernandes was forced further and further and further away from the West Ham penalty area and the danger area where he likes to to get the ball in and make those little runs and or get a shot in and they stifled him. He got annoyed. He could have been sent off. Possibly should have been a little, little sort of, you know, butt of the head. Um, so yeah, great. They they marked him out of the game, and Man United was shit. He play, consistently plays ninety minutes, but his average points is like one a game, pretty much. Who is this? Uh, Diop. Diop. 
Yeah, I'm thinking so that's of the, the risk, isn't it? I'm thinking of the clean sheet, but he's only four point three million. Um, and like I say, Villa aren't rampant scorers, so he's, it's a good chance for mm, for the cash to the chance. I think he's worth a punt. But he is like his only high scoring game was against Norwich in the last like mm-hmm. ten. Other than that, it's one or two points. But yeah, it's risk, isn't it? So you get for, well, that's the point. You so need you the points. Budgets. And you need to pick players other people haven't got or other people in your league or whatever if you want to go anywhere. Um, who is your fourth and final defender? Defender. So it's a little bit a little bit more, but not a ton. Uh, it's Sanchez from Spurs. Okay. 5.3 million. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Owned by 1%. Yeah, that's good Good numbers. And if you've got the keeper, you might as well go for a defender as well. I think yeah. they're going to get a clean sheet. Um, five points last game. He has lots of 90-minute games as well. So he plays the full mm-hmm. uh, game. And they're against, we've already said against Crystal Palace. So I think it's going to be a clean sheet. Yep. A little bit expensive, but... Okay. No, I like it. Cool. I think he's he ticks all the boxes that you'd want. Low ownership. He's not massively above what we said. He's Tottenham a good chance of keeping a clean sheet against a blunted Palace as it stands. They're on... I think they've lost seven in a row now, Palace, so... Uh, my final two were um, Brandon Williams from Man United because he is only 3.8 million I think both of their left backs or whoever would cover left back is injured Williams has been playing every game um, whether they keep a clean sheet against Leicester is another matter but for 3.8 million if you've just got a couple of quid to spunk you know Brandon Williams would, would be a fairly decent shout um, and then it's young uh, Thomas from Leicester also left back because um, Chilwell and Fuchs are injured. He's already got an assist. Um, he's got that kind of, it, you know, he's he's playing without fear and without pressure because he's just a kid. Um, and I think he could do all right against Man U. So he's only four million. Um, and like I say, he's got an assist already. He likes to get forward. He likes to attack, and he likes. Well, he is a left-back, so he'll get the defensive points as well. So, there we are. That rounds it out. None of them are dead certs. None of them are guarantees, apart from Garcia, probably, if he plays against Norwich. I can't see his scoring. Um, but there we have it. I think for some cheap options, some bargain basement defenders, they might pick you up the points that you need. I, okay, on to midfield then. What yeah, mine's a, mi- a mix again. So I've gone for some are fairly expensive, but they're low owned. So first one is Michael Antonio Mikhail. Yeah, Antonio, West Ham, owned owned by five point five percent. He is seven point one million though. Yeah, and really but, fucking expensive. <laughs> but owned by five point five. And his last six games, he got 12 points, 7 points, 2 points, 26, 7 and 9. Yeah, so he's, he's scored a lot of goals. Yes, I think he's worth it for the money and the ownership. He That's is definitely worth him. it to play against Villa. So if you are just thinking about your team in general and you want to pick up some extra points, Antonio is is on the hottest streak in the entire league at the minute, I think. So. Mm, definitely risk it on the last week, why not? Absolutely. Um, I've got quite a lot of midfielders, so do you want to go through yours and then I'll I'll try and make a I'll try and abridge mine a little bit. So yeah, I picked this guy, but I don't think he's going to play. Uh, Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah, because he's owned by zero point six percent. 
he is 6.1 million, so it's quite mm. expensive, super risky. But he's played 60 to 90 minutes in his last six games, and he gets an average of four points a game. So, and it's Liverpool, isn't it? So, yep. he's going to be involved in stuff, hopefully. But that's a super risky play. No, that's cool. Should we do another one? Yeah, go for it. You, I you have go your gone I'll, I'll for, go this guy's got a really long name, Andre Philippe Tavez Gomez. Is that his whole name? For Everton? Andre. Ah, Andre Gomez, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably just full name him. Uh, yeah, for Everton, no, he's... All right. Sorry, I had to think about it. I'll he's owned by 0.3%. Yeah. 5.2 million, so he's actually kind of cheap. Uh, 90 minutes in his last two games. Uh, he's got eight points. Eight, point, eight points. Doesn't make sense. He's got eight points in his last two games, I think. So, low-owned, cheapish. Yeah. Worth a punt. He's against Bournemouth. My last pick was another expensive one, Lucas Moura. Yeah. Tottenham versus Crystal Palace. Only plays an average of 80 minutes, though. Uh, last six games, he's got 10 points a game. 10. Yeah. Oh, 10 points last game, sorry. 80 minutes uh, in his last six games. Only owned by 4%, but he's 7 million. He's so mine's, mine's kind of all over the place, my picks, but I, I tried. That is my midfield. Cool. No, that's a decent midfield. Any of them would grace the team. Any of them have got good shout picking up some some serious pointage um, I can abridge mine by going with them for the teams that they play for mostly because I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have nine suggestions Jesus um, so firstly um, I'll go with the majority of the West Ham midfield um, Jared Bowen aside because he's injured and too expensive but Mark Noble at 4.9 million Declan Rice at 4.7 and Suchek at 4.8. They're all playing Villa. They're all in great form. Noble's been picking up assists. Rice, the past couple of games, not only have they they done well at the back, but he's he's been having a few more shots and he, he looks like he's got a pretty good shot on him. So I like how you said any of the midfield and I picked the most expensive one. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Suchek has chipped in with a goal, and a, a couple of goals and a couple of assists the past few games. So any of them, I think, is going to be a good shout against Villa. Um, two Wolves players. They are playing Chelsea. Um, so it's away. It's by no means um, cut and dry. But Dendonka, 4.4 million. I think he's... He's one of them where when he turns up, he t- he chips in with the odd goal. He's yeah. cheap at 4.4. Um, His stats are like 1.2 point a game. And then every now and then it's like 11 like, or 10. I think right. he tends to score from set plays as well. And Chelsea is shit at set plays. So um, that also kind of factored in. And Daniel Podence, 4.9 million. That guy didn't even know that he was really on this kind of run. But... Um, in the last few games, he's uh, last three games he's played. Uh, he's had six points, three points, and ten points by picking up a goal and an assist, um, and obviously a clean sheet from midfield. So, yeah, it could be worth a shout. Four point nine million. Um, Bakary Saka, four point seven million. He's playing Watford. He's got plenty of assists for Arsenal this season. He's a really hot young talent 
in footballing terms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's another good shout. Uh, I've sound a burger at 4.7, Oliver Norwood at 4.7, both Sheffield United players away at Southampton. Um, they've been picking up points since Berger came in and Norwood really across the season. So, again, no guarantees, but they're under 5 million. And young Curtis Jones, 4.5 million for Liverpool against Newcastle. Doubtful he'll start, but he has made a little bit of an impact when he's come on the past few times. He looks dangerous and... Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's possibly. owned by 0% of uh, managers. There you go. If... Curtis Jones, he could be your secret weapon. This if he week. does anything, <laughs> <laughs> he'll make you those points up. There you go. Look at his look at his uh, oh, up, numbers he? again. Is he? There he is. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't get many games. So it's every other game he tends to come on, and the games that he's come on though, look, he's he got played five minutes and got six points. He played 68 minutes and got three points. And he played 24 minutes and got a point. So, 10 points from three barely appearing is not too bad, is it? And if he does get a goal or an assist, he's always playing in that area of the pitch. Then It must, must be an absolute shock for him when he gets called onto the pitch because he's just... He's played like five games all season. Well, he got his medal. <laughs> no, I know, but like... You imagine he's just sat there and he's like, me? Shit, all right. Yeah. That guy. Okay, forwards. I had to keep it below 5.5 because there just weren't enough under £5 million forwards, to be honest. Cool. Um, so, oh, shit. I've only got two and you've got loads. Never mind. Yeah, that's right. Go on. You you say your two. Ankita. Nikita? Anke- yeah, Anke- yeah, got yeah. him. 4.3 Watford. Player names are ridiculous. Uh, yeah, own point by 1.6%. 4.3, like you said. But I put Risky. Mm-hmm. He's not played many minutes in the last few games. No. He gets, when he does, he gets low points. But that's what this is about. It's about risk. Absolutely. Who's your other one? Um, I can't remember if this was one that like I'd heard people talk about because he's a good player or a shit player. Uh, <laughs> McGoldrick? McGoldrick? McGoldrick. We talked yeah. about him because he was our possibly going to be player of the week because he had two goals in one game there's only two goals and he's done yeah. nothing since so he's owned by 0.2% yeah he's played 90 or 80 to 90 minutes in the last six games so mm-hmm. he plays a lot uh, low-ish points though when he does play so mm-hmm. it's super risky but yep worth it there you go done they're my two uh, I've gone for as well uh, Greenwood who's 4.8 but he's not really going to make a lot of difference unless other people in your league don't have him um, Young Gordon for Everton uh, he's 4.5 million against Bournemouth I think he's been on not a scintillating run but he's not done too bad and for 4.5 million you can't go wrong Solanke has looked a lot better since he scored a couple against Leicester um, and they're playing Everton who have their two starting centre-halves missing although they did keep a clean sheet ironically last time out um, Oberfemi for Southampton against Sheffield United he tends to come on but when he's come on he has lived up to his impact substitute uh, billing really um, so he came on and scored against Man United which earned him five points he only played one half against Brighton well, he played a whole half and had got a point. And then he came on again against Bournemouth and scored. 
Um, or did he score? Did he score? I don't know. What did he do? No, he got an assist. He came on against that Bournemouth right. and played... Assist? Yeah, assist. Yeah, that's assist. He played one minute and got an assist. So if he comes on as a sub, he's, he could get a goal or an assist. But if he plays from the off, no chance. <laughs> um, where did that leave us then? Uh, I'd, I said below five and a half, so I'd also pick Che Adams, who's looked a little better since that Man City um, game. I think he has got another goal since then. 5.3 against Sheffield United. He's not owned by many people, um, but he's in a decent run of form. And Glenn Murray, 5.4 million. Brighton forward. He's not been starting because of Mopay, but I think he's probably leaving. And this will be his last home game for Brighton. So who wouldn't want to sign off with a goal? Glenn Murray probably will. Um, and they're playing Burnley as well. So that's going to be an interesting one. So there's quite a lot of players in and around that Brighton-Burnley game that are worth picking up. And also um, the other game, West Ham-Villa. Um, but whatever you guys decide to do, if there's players we've missed, you can obviously hit us up on Twitter and say, you guys are idiots or you guys are dicks. You forgot this guy. Um, mm. There probably are people who we forgot. Uh, but from the people we've uh, scoured through, if you have only a mere pittance to play with because you you don't want to don't pick any drop of my somebody picks. decent for the last <laughs> week, you want to drop some bum from your starting 11 and get somebody in who might make you those those crucial extra six to ten points then we have uh, we have compiled that list on that basis for you I got already done pick for you apart from Ian who has picked all the good guys <laughs> uh, I got I got Pookie down for a laugh Pookie I think <laughs> you, you... they scored against, he scored against City before so you know get him in bit of a laugh captain yeah. him I think that <laughs> That's borderline insanity. However, if he does now score, this is going to be I a called lot of fun next week. Yeah, if he yeah. scores, uh, then I've called it. Scores a hat trick. Sinks Man City. Can we all get man. no points for the Man City players. Yeah, that's a dumb yeah. pick, but there you go. Yeah, no. But if, if only you guys know who the other people in your league have got, if you need to make that big decision to captain a different player, to bring these other players in then then you've got to do it let us know what you're going to do as well you know shows your team share your team with us on twitter i've gone this way or i've gone that way and see what i can do and then let us know whether it works out and whether you get that extra spot whether you top your league whether mm. it works out for you i mean it didn't work out for me this week i i had a difficult choice last week do i triple captain or do I bench boost? The fixtures seemed far more favourable to triple captain last week and bench boost this week. However, as it so went, I did triple captain Bruno Fernandes, who got three points, and I had 25, yes, 25 points on my bench. So that was a bit of an effing disaster. Yeah, I was just looking. I need to claw 37 points back to go second in our mm -hmm. mini league. I have to say, I I really think in our league, you're not going to. I am far. not going to finish outside the top two, and no. being sixty two points ahead, my nearest rival. I know they have their triple captain to play. 
and I would imagine that they're going to play it against for Man City against Norwich in some capacity. Yeah. Um, I've just got to hope that I don't get finished any lower than third. I think it's not a bad finish in our little mini league for not at all. first time of playing. I mean, I've been the top scorer by month every month since December. Obviously, we had the break in the middle. So I'm going to be absolutely gutted if I don't win this league now. But it could happen. It could happen. You never know. That's why it's fun. That's why it feels tough going down to the wire. And uh, yeah, we hope all your leagues are as exciting and you're having as much fun with it as we are. I think we should make a football almost daily mini league next season. Oh yeah. And try and get do. everyone. Just put the code out. Yeah. See if we can get yeah, and then be horrified where we end up like the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely annihilated by pros. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And they yeah. laugh at our picks and stuff. Oh, that'd be good though. That'd be good. Um, right. Do we want to do anything else? So we we have been running some little segments, haven't we? We had. I think. Of... Yeah. I mean, I I focused on the not budget picks, but the uh, different picks. So I didn't really look at it. Uh, I reckon we save it for next week. Yeah. And then go out with a a big, big bang episode. Fair enough. I think we uh we did have a legend and villain picked out just Gonna. very briefly, didn't we? I think villain went to Paul Pogba for the ludicrous handball instead of just taking a ball in the face like you know any other man would have done um, and potentially costing his team a Champions League place I mean they're a point ahead of Leicester but Leicester are going to certainly take heart from Man United's past couple of performances two points from the last two Premier League games they could they were both home games against Southampton and West Ham they could have had Champions League qualification wrapped up by now Um so yeah, that was enough really to earn him Villain of the Week just because of the context. Um, Fucking dick. And in terms of hero or legend, we went for Trezeguet for Aston Villa um, because he managed to get the goal. That meant they beat Arsenal 1-0. Obviously the whole team did really well to secure the result, but his goal has put... Aston Villa's fate in their own hands going into the last day away at West Ham. So that was enough to earn him Legend of the Week. I mean, if you guys, as always, I keep saying it on Twitter. I don't keep saying the Twitter handle, which I probably should, but I'm crap at social media. So, Ian, what is the at hashtag slash forward slash back slash bullshit that people have to hit us up with and say, you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This was the last week's hero this was last week's villain this is the people so, you should have picked we're really simple at football almost that's it that's, that's pretty good. simple yeah yeah okay. we're at football almost hit I us up at football almost don't think it would let me have a long enough handle to be football almost daily so uh, football almost is our okay yeah okay. I, don't, I don't know social media no pretty active on there not yeah. not really active but yeah, it's it seems like a lot of people getting hit up a lot of the time. So we'll just sort of stay away from that. Get hit up enough about it. Fair enough. Is that the uh, the end <laughs> yeah. end of the episode? That is it. But you guys who do Twitter should definitely Twitter us. You should definitely do a Twitter. You should Twitter us at football. What was it? At football almost. There it is. There it is. Do that to us. Perfect. And then Ian will look at it and he'll tell me all your stuff and then I'll verbally reply to him and he'll 
he'll make the magic with the computer happen. Okay, sold. How about that? That sounds good to me. Done. Until next week. Yeah. Good luck to you all for the final day of fantasy football. Um, We'll speak to you next week. And in the meantime, like I say, hit us up with your teams. Anything else you want to say? Any other opinions? We'd love to hear from you. Till next week. Bye-bye.